Hey everybody, welcome again to the Tradescast. It's a podcast dedicated to everything in the world of entertainment for your enjoyment. My name is Jeff Bob. And I'm Tom Moss, and this is the Tradescast for the week of uh, September, are we going to call it 19th? Sure, let's call it the 19th. It's, okay. We could call it we could call it Emmy weekend, but nobody really cares about the Emmys anymore, Tom. It, it seems that way, although it did uh, pretty well. I mean, the reviews were pretty good this year. Yeah, the reviews were pretty good, and I think Jimmy Kimmel is both a safe and good quality bet. But, Tom, the ratings went, are down 5% over the abysmal last year. If we drop another 5% for, say, three or four more years, you're looking at a, I mean, you're looking at a number that would get a show canceled on yeah, today's do you think, market. Do you think they'll ever cancel the, uh, the Emmys? No, I don't think they'll ever cancel mm-hmm. the Emmys, but I gotta be honest, Tom, I think there are a couple of, I think there are a couple of more notches away from putting it on TBS or something. Well, I, I mean, since, I'm, since no network TV shows actually win Emmys, so maybe, maybe that makes more sense. Maybe it should go to HBO, and then it'll be a you know then then people might actually watch it. I guess I don't know what's happening, but we're talking about eleven or twelve million. I mean, we, these are really really low numbers. The kind of numbers that for a major award show you never thought would have happened. Now, do you um, think is this just Emmys, or is this award shows in general, or is this TV in general? Good. These are all good questions. All the numbers for ratings are down. Um, and I want to get to football in a little bit, but even the numbers for football are down. But I think award shows, and we've discussed this several times, you can go back in the archives and listen, uh, we believe that award shows have reached some kind of uh, saturation uh, where we've kind of seen it all. We've kind of uh, heard all the jokes. Uh, the shows are long. There's usually, I think a lot of people probably tune in for the first 15 or 20 minutes and then maybe tune in at the end or... They, I think those numbers are actually artificially high, Tom, because I think some people are just have it on and aren't I think, really watching it. No, I think that's absolutely right. And I think a lot of people, and I might be one of these people, watch the first 10 or 15 minutes and then wait and see what is replayed tomorrow on you know blogs or on Facebook or, or whatever. You know, you're, it, It's guaranteed that you're going to see whatever is worth seeing in a number of places the next day. Right. Now, I, what I want to do is talk about the winners – and I want to uh, give you my takeaway, and I'd like to hear your takeaway, okay? Um, sure. Just the things that I think w- will be remembered. I think the biggest thing people will remember is that Game of Thrones has basically set the all-time record for most Emmy wins for a show. Uh, it's an astounding number, um, especially for a show that hasn't been around for 20 years. Um, and I think that's pretty amazing. Previously held like, by West Wing, right? Actually, uh, Frasier. Frazier. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I uh, I think that um, that kind of cements that show's place in history uh, as it really actually hasn't reached its zenith yet. I don't think. I think it will be one of those rare shows that just goes, goes, goes and peaks at the end. Um, I think uh, even though I'm not necessarily a fan, I think critically and commercially it could it could rise all the way till its ending um, and then maybe show up on the big screen. Do you think? I don't know about the big screen, but it, it'll definitely build towards its conclusion. I think it's got one more season or a split a, season left. Season and a half, I think, yeah. is, what the, is what they're kind of saying. So that's one of my takeaways. Key and Peele winning. That's another takeaway for me. I think uh, giving respect to a team that I think was underappreciated for most of their uh, TV run. 
Julie Lee Dreyfus basically doing something that only a couple of other actors and actresses have ever done, where they they're completely dominating uh, a category, uh, unlike almost anything that uh, that we've ever seen. And of course, the thing we we always talk about, which is the networks, which went from having a, a exclusive role to a smaller role to really Tom no role at all. Well, the roles have completely reversed in the last fifteen years, haven't they? Where or 10 years where HBO might have shown up with one or two awards. Now it's, it's completely, completely reversed. So it's, um, I mean, what, what is the end game for network television for traditional network television? I, I honestly don't know. I'd love to know your takeaway from some of these shows though. Is there anything that with the orphan black win, was there anything that really caught your eye or made you happy or made you upset? Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't try to get too upset about, these things, but uh, I was a little surprised about Louie Anderson's win. That was a really surprise win on a show that did not do very well uh, in terms of getting a lot of viewers. Uh, very odd show, but uh, and Louie Anderson, I don't think most people think of him as being very high quality in terms of, uh, of, of an actor, um, and there he is winning. So that's a nice win, I think, for a show um, that didn't get I don't I don't think it's gotten enough attention anything else is a takeaway for you well um, I just a sort of general comment about Kimmel um, I mean the reviews have been that he has uh, established himself as a reliable host and I think that was uh, a fair assessment there were some um, negative uh, negative you know lukewarm criticism about the opening sequence which I, I thought was you know serviceable maybe predictable but um, he's smart and charming and and walks up to the line and peers over it a little bit occasionally but um i mean i i think i agree that he he can be counted on to to um do the almost impossible job of hosting one of these things well kimmel and fallon have some two different things going for them fallon is a multi-talent who can kind of pull off a lot of things kimmel has that kind of and i don't want to lump him in with johnny carson but he has that kind of johnny carson thing where everyone can uh, like him but not be too offended by him. So um, that, I think, works out really well, where it's like he can get that younger crowd, but the older crowd or the more conservative crowd is not bothered by him. So I think he kind of – he straddles that line very well. And there are very few people anymore who can do that. I've always said Jerry Seinfeld could do that if he wanted to, but he's made it very clear he does not want to go down this avenue. No, I, so. and I don't blame him. I mean, it's it's. I mean, at, at best, your 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 reviews are are. Oh, it could have been worse. Right. Um, yeah. So absolutely. Uh, the um the OJ was a big winner as well. We haven't talked about that. No, and you know, and uh, while I was not uh, an avid watcher, I saw a little bit of it. I know people who watched it loved it. Um, I don't know. I, I was surprised at how much it won because most people I know watched it just seem to be watching it as a guilty pleasure. Um, and I did not think it would basically sweep a certain area of the Emmys. Were you surprised? I was surprised. Uh, I watched, I, I was surprised by the reaction to it, uh, generally and, and, and how much people enjoyed it. I watched an episode of it and I mean, I don't know, maybe it's because I was, uh, you know, at a certain age or a certain time in my life when this thing actually happened, I didn't, I didn't enjoy revisiting it. I, I wasn't enthralled by it whatsoever. And, 
And um, it was hard for me to put any sort of gloss over it other than, than it being exploitative. So uh, I, I didn't get it. And, um, and I, I frankly thought the performances were not that great from the little bit that I saw of it. So. I agree. And that's what that's the part that surprised me. I mean, I love Courtney Vance. I think he's one of our best actors out there. Um, so anytime he wins an award, I'm really happy about it. I'll set but him aside. I, I agree. But the, the Travolta and Cuba Gooding Jr., Cuba Gooding Jr., I, I didn't. Right. I just didn't get it. No. Um, so I don't think uh, it'll be one of those things. I don't think will age very well. Whereas the uh, the the multi part series, um, the documentary part series, multi part series on O.J. Simpson, I think really well done, and I think that's the one people are going to remember. Fair um, but uh, so let's talk briefly about Netflix because, of course, Netflix is now a player in the Emmys game, which again, five six years ago, we would have thought was a joke. Um, but, uh, there was a story that came out and, um, I think it was in the Hollywood reporter and it had to do with, um, Netflix with its incredible power, basically changing the market and kind of cornering, um, the market and, and how people are paid and back end deals, not getting done. And they don't care about how many people are watching something and, this not having to worry about certain numbers is making them kind of ultra powerful and a little scary for celebrities, stars, agents out there. Is that true? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think, um, I mean, I think it is, it'll be interesting to see how this, you know, I mean, we've been, we've been talking about Netflix and we've been fascinated by it because it's just, it's something that, that, that we, we just haven't seen. So this is, you know, this is the advent of television, the advent of, of talking pictures. This is, this is something new. I mean, it's enough similar to previous models that we, we know, you know, what kind of creature it is, but, um, you know, maybe we know what, 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 uh, you know, what class it belongs to, but we don't know what the species is. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how this, how this shakes out. I mean, the thing that we haven't seen, Jeff, is how sustainable this model is. I mean, how long can Netflix not care or not report how many people are watching and how long can they, they pour money into, uh, you know, 10 projects hoping that one hits, uh, how long can they renew, uh, shows, um, you know, one or two seasons beyond their sell-by date. And I'm thinking of maybe House of Cards in this case. Right. So, and it's amazing because they are, they're going to spend more money this year than they did the year before. And next year, they're going to spend more money than they did this year. Right. They, they, they have not slowed down yet. And it's amazing. More and more actors I'm seeing, actors I'll be looking up, just researching, what are they doing next? And it'll be some movie. And I'll think, that movie sounds interesting. Where, when's it coming out? And it'll be a Netflix movie. And I'll think... What's going on here? How are major, major stars just now doing Netflix movies? Like it's a perfectly normal thing. And, uh, and so uh, you are right, though. At some point, when they can't really make the money, will they end up at a place where there is too much competition and they can't sustain this? Or will they corner the market so completely that they can keep doing this, at least for the time being? No, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, they they've created a a niche for themselves as being the 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 um you know, the last resort or the 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 port, any port in a storm, so it's where you know arrested development ended up. It's where the Gilmore Girls is going to to ride off into the sunset. 
you know, it's it's a, it's a place where a weird but interesting show like Maria Bamford's um, uh, series um, can thrive. And so for that, I think you know we have a lot to be thankful for. But um, I'm just I'm just skeptical that uh, they'll be able to maintain that that sort of odd niche programming uh, if if they need to start making a great deal of money and 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 maybe I'm way off maybe they're doing just fine and we shouldn't be worried about Netflix but uh, I don't know I mean I think the only reason we worry about Netflix in some way that we would worry about a child is that we we like it uh, people like this original content people like the idea that kind of like HBO they don't have to worry about certain uh, parameters of the business so they're able to just say let's make something that we think is of good quality and we love that it's fantastic to, to have someone with such deep pockets that right now they're just trying to make quality shows whether or not you like it they appear to be making quality shows but yes at some point you feel like can they keep it up are we going to start to see a, a more of a tiered system like Netflix and then Netflix Ultra and then Netflix Supreme where <laughs> certain shows Right. Are those shows that you get, you know what I mean? I mean, I guess, you know, when you think about where they fit into the ecosystem, and I guess I guess they're mostly like HBO and Showtime, where they don't have to worry about advertising, and they certainly don't have to worry about the network affiliates. Uh, and like, unlike Amazon, they don't have to worry about their, you know, their, their like the, you know, the, 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 the marketplace, everything else that they offer. Um, I mean, they have to worry about subscribers, right? I mean, that's that's the that's the bottom line for them, and I guess that's true for HBO. But HBO then has to deal about the distribution, and Netflix doesn't. We'll just have to see if they can keep it up. But we will certainly be watching intently as they continue to bring new programming. But ratings all over the board are down. Ratings for the Emmys are down. Um, ratings for all the new shows are down. Ratings, and this one is crazy, ratings for the NFL are down. Ratings for the Olympics, down. Now, some people are attributing this to the fact that Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are just dominating the airwaves, and anything that's not those uh, those two people, you know, Fox News and MSNBC and, and uh, CNN, they're all up. They're all up because of the election. So do you think this is simply a blip, a, a, a presidential election blip that will go away come December, January? Or is this, again, start of a trend where things are just going to start to, no one, can, no one can keep up these numbers with this much diversity out there for content? No, I think that's right. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, I think, the beginning of a trend, but I'm just not sure what trend it's the beginning of. I'd be curious to know. I mean, ratings are down across the board, but is television viewing or is whatever we want to call it I don't think so. viewing I mean, down? I don't think so either. Well, I think they're all watching this Trump. I mean, we're going to see a number in a week uh, uh, for the debate. I think that we'll look unlike any number we've ever seen before. I agree. Uh, I'm, I, think we, I think we're looking at 100-plus million people watching it. And I, that's, I think that's right. And, and watching and so, it live. Yes, Right, absolutely watching it live. Um, I will, of course, be watching Monday Night Football, but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> um, no, no. But, I mean, it's going to be on in everyone's house at some at some point. So we're going to watch that number and see. Uh, Tom, I thought we would ch- <laughs> uh, I thought we'd talk briefly about uh, Trump just uh, because 
he has played the media so well. And uh, unlike, maybe unlike any politician that we've had in the television era, he has just so um, led them by the nose and to the point that they have been actually open about being embarrassed by following him this much. Yeah. They finally had showed what I would call the smallest hint of a backbone by not taking his tour of his hotel. But do you think that this is just the way it's going to be from now on, that anyone who's blustery enough and, and, and flashes enough lights and, and stars uh, can just make the network sit up and beg? No, I don't. I mean, I think this is an unusual situation in so many ways, but um, no one, no one I can think of has this, uh, this sort of appeal, if you want to call it that, 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 uh, that he has. And it's an appeal that has, that, that he has had since the very beginning, since the, the mid to late eighties, uh, when he became a media phenom. So no, I don't think this is necessarily cause for, uh, you know, un- undue alarm in terms of the, uh, uh, that that this is going to be a, a perpetual problem. It's certainly going to be a problem for the for the foreseeable future, uh, in terms of you know whatever you might think of Trump. Um, but I don't think it's the end of democracy, and I don't think it's it's the beginning of the uh, the perpetual demagogue. Well, I'll, I'll ask you around November 10th how you feel about that answer. Well, you, <laughs> you may, I may, yeah, I mean, I may extend that uh, that foreseeable future for four to eight years, but uh, yes, well, we'll I, see I what not. happens. Uh, you know, we don't, we're not really a gossip group here. We used to have Gina on more, and we ought to try to have her back on. She, she's great at the gossip, but she would be upset if we didn't at least mention uh, the Angelina Brad Pitt uh, breakup. Uh, the only way I can talk about this in terms of uh, business is, you know, do you think these marriages or divorces, high profile, help at all at the box office or hurt at all at the box office? You know, they neither of these two has become a, is a major star right now. Brad Pitt has been in some movies that have done okay. They do well overseas. Angelina Jolie doesn't really want to be in front of the camera much anymore. Uh, and he's in his 50s. I understand that he still has appeal. But is this just one of those things that we just we kind of care because we care because they've just been around so long? I think so. I mean, you know, obviously we care because I've got a I got a news alert about this on my on my phone. So, you know, it's obviously still of great concern to too many. I don't think it has any effect at the box office. I mean, I think this is 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 purely the the uh, the gossip appeal that um, all of us in, in one form or another are, are mildly curious about. At least mildly curious about. I don't think it shows up at the at the box office any more than anything else would. I mean, I think you know Brad Pitt's appeal is still as strong as it was last week, which is maybe frankly not that strong. Certainly not as strong as it had been in the past. Um, but you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a story and it's something that many people are curious about. And where, do you remember where you were when you heard about Brad and, and Angelina breaking up? You mean earlier today? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I remember where I was <laughs> earlier today. Now ask me in a week. I probably won't remember. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but, but it is interesting to see that we do have this fascination for what we consider to be American royalty, which is our Hollywood couples, the, you know, the elder statement couple of, you know, Tom Hanks and, and Rita Wilson. And then we have this couple and, you know, we love these couples 
I guess, and they make for good entertainment. So, uh, is there a I couple think- you can think of that you would be interested in and shocked by if you found out they were divorcing? My a Hollywood parents. couple. Well, oh, a Hollywood couple. A Hollywood couple. Um, no, I have, I have, oh, I have so little interest in this. Uh, I just am curious if it actually changes things outside of their life or the the gossip magazines. Um, what I will be interested in because I do like to count this is going forward. How many issues of Us Magazine in a row will they at least appear in some respect on the cover? Well, and that's you, what I'm looking for. You uh, you have a subscription, so I'm sure you will you will be the first to know. Because because the longest stretch I know of a couple on a cover is Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. So <laughs> it would be amazing <laughs> if he broke his own record. So, well, on that note, I think we'll, I think we'll call it a day, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be checking more on the fall season and, uh, seeing if the ratings are starting to ramp up. And of course, we're going to be looking at the ratings for the debates, um, which could be historic kind of numbers. And we'll be looking at that and everything else in the world of entertainment for your enjoyment. So for Tom, I'm Jeff. Have a great day. 